Happy New Year! Woo! <laughs> Welcome to this, the first episode of 2018 with the Possibly Haunted Podcast. Sometimes it's pretty needed. Sometimes you have that one sleep that you wake up from and it's like, what year is it? Where am I? Why am I alive? <laughs> and sometimes you have like solid good sleep, which doesn't really happen for me. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. But first, we're going to write our Lonely Hearts ad <laughs> with our ideal fictional date, and, which includes the character and what you're going to go do. So who wants to go first? Nose goes. I guess I'll go. Because I just like, I had, I was like, I know what I have. Mine is going to be, and it just came to me. Okay, so mine's a mix. I have like two people crossing in my ideal fictional. Oh my god, that's the perfect fictional date. Double date. Okay. But just, Double date. Okay. just you with two guys. Okay, oh, sorry. Okay. All right. Ooh. I could take them both out. Okay. Or they could, they're taking me out. Yeah, so it's like breakfast, you have one of them, and then dinner, you have the other. Or both at the same time. Or both at the same time. Here we go. <laughs> I personally don't have the attention span. Uh-huh. Now that the attention is building, I'll tell <laughs> you who it is. <laughs> so it is Sherlock Benedict Cumberbatch version because he is attractive, even though no one can explain why they actually did like a skit. Cheekbones. On it's like, because he's an alien. Why is he attractive? No one knows. He just is. So it's like, but he's also, he's so smart and he plays the violin and we can go like solve crimes together. It's going to be in... <sighs> Like if you've read the Sherlock Holmes books, you'll just know, like, he's amazing. He he's prob- got an addiction. It's fine. <laughs> She's really good at seeing the gray. She'd be there. The you know, I get it. I get it, though. He says to a great mind, nothing is little, so even if I say stupid things, we'd be like, it's fine, dear. Like, he'll love don't me. I think that's he'll how it would go down, but maybe he would love okay, you. How would you deal with him he's being, a little like, bored ace- and destroying your things? He's a little asexual sometimes. She doesn't have anything. I don't have anything. <laughs> deal. <laughs> so it's like a cross between his brilliant mind and his looks between a later season Grey's Anatomy Alex. Not first couple seasons, we just had this debate, <laughs> and I won't ruin it for people who haven't watched him, but I'm getting looks from people who haven't gotten far into it who are like, he's a douche. He's really not. Like it's, the, it's me. It's Morgan. I, I, I don't see it yet. But I the also most, don't see it. But the most recent season, I'm just like, oh my gosh, you're just the sweetest. You care for children, and you're a surgeon, and you're gonna make lots of money. That is true. He's so, pretty cool when he's so at So what are you doing on your date with these two lovely men? <laughs> Does it matter? Are they just buying you things? Now, I'm not really a material person, um, so there's gotta be food. There's gotta be Tex-Mex. So you'd be solving crimes with Sherlock, surely. True. Yeah. And then, like, a Tex-Mex and dinner with Then a Tex-Mex dinner... No, it's not McSteeny. Oh, sorry. It's Alex. I'm oh, sorry, Alex. But sorry. if McSteeny <laughs> shows up, <laughs> I'm for that, too. 
<laughs> so it's it's just like, I just want to date like five men at the same time. You, you're kind of my five. thing where like I was like, I need at least five husbands. It's, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what we're doing. Um, yeah, it's cool. Maybe some dead bodies are involved. Um, whether we're solving the crimes or whether I've committed it, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Sorry. I dig it. Wanted to see where that was going. Alibi. What about Who's you? next? <laughs> <laughs> Awkward silence. It's okay. I can I can go next. I went um I went very fictional with mine because uh definitely you know how there's a lot of posts always going around that's like this blank blank was my sexual awakening. Yeah, oh. the labyrinth. I yes. was totally going on a date <laughs> with Jareth, the Goblin King, and I, guys, I did, I, I did this. I have a date planned out. We oh. go and walk through like his little fairy gardens because you know the labyrinth has got a gardens. It's got a castle, and it then can have whatever you want. Man's magic. <laughs> and then we walk around the labyrinth, and he showed me like all the secret places. And clearly, I'm an awesome fairy queen, and we're married forever. You're not a goblin queen. I, You're a fairy queen. Okay, so it's part of the the sort of fan based lore that Jareth is like part of the she. He's a, uh, he's a fae. Makes sense. But yeah, that makes sense. And he rules over the Goblin Kingdom and takes unwanted children, which is not a bad thing because if you are a horrible enough person to wish away your child, it's better off turning into a goblin. Glossing <laughs> over that part. So you're doing the alliance of like the Goblin Kingdom and the Fairy Kingdom, bring them together. One exactly. awesome, yeah, cool. I but, dig it. But then if I also get to have a crossover, then <laughs> my, <laughs> I, I'm totally in love with uh, Loki, Tom Hiddleston Loki, and especially in Thor Ragnarok with his epically long dark hair, mm-hmm. and he's actually pretty funny in that movie, so I like it. Morgan likes the skinny boys. I like them tall. I do. <laughs> dark haired, tall. I dig. Tom Hiddleston, just always. <laughs> <laughs> always and forever. Okay. Love it. I'm my looking turn? at Heather, but it's my turn. the Sonic. Cool. Um, uh, I'm so indecisive. I had, like, three choices. Um, <laughs> so you're doing the same thing as Carson? Like, you have a Well, I mean, <laughs> they gotta like me back. Like, that's, that's the thing. I guess, like, if it's fictional, like, whatever, they automatically do whatever. Um... <laughs> God, who are my first two options? I knew who my third option was, but who was I talking It's gone. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, Captain America's one, because I do tend to like the uh, strong good old boys, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. Not necessarily America, okay? Don't, don't, mm, mm. But he's, he's faithful to what he believes is right. Yeah, and I, and, or like, he does, like, stand his ground. And he work, he starts off working for the government, and when the government seems to be corrupted, he's like, uh, I'm out. Like, this isn't, this is not what it's supposed to be. And I do admire that quality. Also, he's, like, super strong, and, uh, he, he's willing to dance with his lady. He waited to dance with his lady. I'm not gonna get into that. It's too emotional. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna cry over here. We're no, we're good. Cry. We're good. Um, so, like, oh, okay, so, there was that one. Um, the other one was actually Wonder Woman, because I was on a, uh. I'm solid. Uh, Are we talking Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman? Yeah, she'd take you to, like, an art gallery. Like, she would, we would, we'd have, like... And then she'd be like, okay, are you ready for horseback archery? Let's go. Exactly, like, we would have intellectual, we'd have some, like, artistic stuff, a musician, she'd come, like, see my stuff, and she'd be like, this is so cool, I've never heard this before, and it'd be awesome. I love that new eye kind of thing. (laughs) But we'd actually, like, be active. Also, yes, that particular, um, Wonder Woman. I think any Wonder Woman, though, like, she's... Classic. Badass. So like, I would have to ask you: Did you see the SNL skit 
where they yes. were like, are you sure you're not into girls? And she's like, I don't know. Let me try. <laughs> and she just kisses them, and, they're, and she's like, oh, yeah, it's whatever. And they're like, oh, okay, we'll just go to another island. And they're like all flustered. This is freaking wonderful. You didn't really care for it, and it just changed our lives. But, but like, okay. she's, she's, I, I consider her like DC's version of Cap, where it's like she fights for what she thinks is right, yeah. no matter what. And yeah, she was like, uh, considered ignorant in the movie, but like, she didn't know. No one taught her. They taught her the wrong history, like fake news, like no, yeah. like you know. And she learns, and she's, I don't know, she's really awesome, and she's pretty chill. I also, I love the memes of her in the Justice League movie where it's basically like, this mo- this whole movie is uh, Wonder Woman is the mom cleaning up after this rowdy bunch of kids. <laughs> and it's so sad, but it's true. It is so true. So it's Cap or Wonder Woman or Manolo from Manolo. from Book of Life, which I know is a cartoon and I don't give a uh, flying flutter nutter. I don't know why I'm not cussing. <laughs> but my mom's probably listening. Hi! I'll cuss later, I guarantee. Hi, um, but yeah, Manolo, because I love, um, I just, I love music and that... You love a guitarista. I love a guitarista <laughs> so much. So, uh, <laughs> you Manolo can't see this, so but she brave. just did the Home Alone, like, hand slap on the side of the and, face. No, what you can't see is my face turning super red, because I love um, mariachi music and various Hispanic um, traditions and practices. Obviously, I love Tex-Mex food. Like, there's a lot of, about the culture itself. It's not just, like, different things. Like, y'all could hang out. Oh, like, yeah. we can hang out, we can play music together, and he's also willing to dance with this lady. There's a big thing here, because we're, get, we're getting to the date portion here. He's also unwilling to kill the bull. Unwilling to kill Into. the bull. First, because of her, and then second, because it's not who he is. He sings a song, and he lets the bull go to the land of the remembered. I don't know if I just spoiled that for you, but it's beautiful. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so what is spoilers, spoilers. Spoilers, but it's beautiful. So, on either three of these dates, on the same time or separate and occasion. he's a good singer. He is a good singer. I Talent. I, yeah. I, I'm attracted. Uh, there, like, there's like a tall or hot thing going on with some the, the girls here. Yeah, but for me, it's talent or hot. Like, oh, I've had to, I've had to, I've had to, I've had talent crushes, and I've had yeah. to go to Heather later and be like, Heather, I don't know. Are they just talented? I'm usually they the hot? person people come to is like, is it actually hot or is it like this? I'm like, mm, a little bit well, both. We have you for that because we have such different types. So I know that yeah. if you're like, honey, walk away. Yeah. Kat and I had that moment this morning when I heard the tall guy at the coffee shop talk, and I swear to God, he sounded just like Lee Pace, who I also love. And she was like, hold on, let me check him out. Yeah. Yeah. Tall or cute? He's tall or cute? person. Woo, so yeah. wait, 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 what did we decide? Tall or cute? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and, he's kind of cute, but he's also really tall. So I, I also, think he's got a good voice. Yeah. I'm, I'm not just talent intelligence though. No, like, it's gonna be talent and intelligence. As soon as someone starts talking philosophy and they could just be like BSing and talking out their ass, but I'm like, what? This is you, you're saying smart words in a sentence? <laughs> what? So we are gonna wrap up one more, yeah. Yes. So, well so. what are you doing on So the date? date is literally like it just it's just a little it's a dinner, it's music, dancing, and then in my notes it says end of the night rituals. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Very <laughs> subtle. Who knows what it could be? It could be a nightcap. I think it involves anointing of some kind. It definitely doesn't necessarily involve, like, a dagger or a blood sacrifice. What? Nightcap. Nightcap. Oh, nightcap! Nightcap! Oh, that's why I said it. No one got it. I did now. Because, you mean, I mean, I'm so sorry. Because I winked at her. All three of them also have to be pun-tastic. Like, that just has to be a thing. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm done now. Okay, so, if I was going to go on this dream date... 
<laughs> I just thought of the song for the game Dream Daddy, and I just got oh, too gosh. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love that no. game. Okay, so, since everyone's picked more than one, I guess I'm free to pick more than one. First off, I would date Matt Murdock, a.k.a. Daredevil. Yes. A, he's a lawyer. B, he's a humanitarian. C, I could walk around in the middle of a park in the middle of the night with him and, like, be totally safe. And that would be our date. <laughs> D, go. he's a vigilante. Like, I can... Uh, Which means his bod, real nice. He's got a real... Yeah. <laughs> e, you can collect what his disability claim. Oh, He's no. a good Catholic boy. My grandma blind. would be into it. Yeah, that's true. He's a Catholic lawyer. Done. Also, he's a redhead oh, in the comics. But, yes. like, I am into with it. his... Because, you know, his thing is, like, since he's blind, he has, like, the really good, like, super hearing. Yeah. I bet he can hear you fart. Like, in the next <laughs> room. You wouldn't have to listen for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would just be What's like, no. What's that mean? <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna hear this anyway, so... Brah! <laughs> <laughs> if it's not... If you don't feel open, it's not a good relationship. Yeah, I know. It, you have to be very, very open. Thank second you. option. If we're going with second option. P.S. I grew up with Marvel, thanks to my dad, so both of these are Marvel people. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, but I, at least I had options. In the true. Oh, oh, I know. I know who it's going to be. Who's it? If it's going to be Marvel, it's going to be Gambit? Yes! Yes! Okay, so here's the thing with Gambit. Cannot marry the man. I would marry Matt Murdock till the day I die. However, Gambit... Really attractive. Does really cool card tricks. That Cajun accent. Kind of annoying. I'm into it. <laughs> also, when you're in the room and he is dating you, you are the most beautiful girl in the room. I'm not saying it's going to remain after you leave, which is why we're just dating. <laughs> but, you know, he would make me feel real pretty, and I'm, like, really up for it. So, if we are all putting out our Lonely Hearts ads, these are requirements. You must be a fictional person. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or or Tom Hiddleston, I'm always open. You private message us on our Facebook group. I send you my phone number. Okay. Benedict Cumberbatch, that same message goes out. He's married. I at least if Tom I'm is like single. Real people like Ed Sheeran. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I like redheads. I know. Yeah, that's totally <laughs> fun. Really my other person I want to be married to is also married. So all the people, you Jimmy Fallon. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> it's okay. Do you got a message for the the masses? Cal I mean, Gadot, if you feel like hit that. me up. I'm willing to work out with y'all. Like just you know, whatevs. Ooh, true. Jason Momoa. Oh, oh how did we not even talk about uh, him? Okay. Well, also, you're adding to the list. He can hold his breath. Okay, I'm just saying. Uh, true, but like, here's the thing: the Aquaman in the movie is like super broody, and I'm like, kinda he's going into through it. remote. Okay, we're not having this conversation. He's, <laughs> he's also sort of funny. Yeah, he's funny. Oh, he's, he's so fun. funny. But yeah, also, just as a bat. I dig it. <laughs> I also feel like our personality clash would be very similar to what I think of with a Tony Stark. Oh, like, yeah. there'd be too much ego in the room. So, <laughs> let's be real. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I would enjoy just, like, pushing him in the ocean. I'm done with this conversation. Kick him <laughs> off a pier. I'm sorry, that's how I solve my arguments. <laughs> I kick people into the you ocean. You know, would, like, shoot a fish friend up and smack you in the face with it. Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Positive. now I know how Morgan Thanks, and I are going to eat your all, best friend. That's how we're going to solve all our arguments now. Morgan's going to push me into the ocean. I'm, I'm just going to throw a fish at her. I'm going to push cat into pools. I'm done talking to you. 
You wouldn't throw a fish at her because you know what would happen to that fish later, and you're like, no, I like you. Do you want some? Jellyfish. (laughs) Oh, God. It tastes like rubber bands. And then I could see us running along the beach, like, no, you can't pee on me! (laughs) So, the Uh, scenario has gone full circle. God. Okay, anyway. (laughs) We're going to talk about our sleeping problems, because I can tell you one right now is that I have decided I'm going to sleep almost like a normal human sometimes during 2018. That is one of my resolutions every year, is I'm going to try to sleep like a human. Optimal word being try. I try. I think you do pretty well with that. The try part. Trying. Yes. I try. (laughs) And you get at least two days a year. At least. Yeah. Minimum. I do actually get into bed at a decent hour. I'm not saying sleep happens, you know, or like... (laughs) But the attempt. But the attempt is there. So who wants to go first on talking about creepy sleep stuff? No, I was just gonna say, why don't you just keep rolling on with your? I'll just keep rolling. <laughs> okay, did you just introduce you... your sleep habit? Well, and you have like the personal experience here. Yeah. See, I think I don't know if Carson might have sleep paralysis problems. No, I just have insomnia like crazy. Mm-hmm. But I know that I have sleep paralysis. I am a sleepwalker. Um, I'm also just a straight up violent sleeper. One time, Morgan had to share a tent with me. God. <laughs> I have stories from family where I've punched them in their sleep, you know, like, it's it's not a good thing. I'm not a, a good sleeper. I'm not good at it. It's not a talent I have ever had. So, anyway, so something that happens when you have sleep paralysis is you see shadow people. So, the internet has kind of... Carson just looked at me like, Ugh. Uh, cringing. <laughs> One of the things that the internet has really taken over is the idea of shadow people and what they represent. Demons. So, <laughs> so a shadow person, by definition, is um, a shadow being or black mass is the perception of a patch of shadow to be a living humanoid creature, usually interpreted by believers in paranormal or supernatural things as a spirit or other entity. Morgan says demon. I say fun friend. <laughs> be kind to them. Be kind to them. So, so there's a lot of different religions and spiritual beliefs and legends that say that there are shadowy spiritual beings that kind of wander the world. Um, And it's pretty much a staple across the universe. Um, So, apparently, there's an AM late-night radio show that used to be on called Coast to Coast. Have any of you listened to it? Mm -hmm. There was some really cool alien stuff. Like, it's... Honestly, find it and listen to it. It made my life when I first started listening to it. I think I'm thinking of a different show. Space Ghost, Coast to Coast? That's a different show. (laughs) (laughs) That was on Adult Swim. Gotcha. (laughs) This is an AM AM radio show where people would call in. Like, there's this one guy who we might mention on a separate show about aliens who called in saying he worked at some secret government agency and the aliens were coming for us. And it was so freaky. I'm going to send you that recording. Nice. Morgan, who loves aliens. Um, so, okay. okay. love is a complicated word. We'll get to that in a future episode. <laughs> so, um, it was discussed at length that apparently um, there are, uh, like, a bunch of different experiences. Listeners submitted drawings and shadow people. There's a large number of the drawings that were shared publicly. Um, and there's been books published on shadow people. Um, it's basically like... If you've ever been awake and you saw something flicker out of the corner of your eye, 
um, like a little shadow in the corner of your eye. Has that ever happened? Yes. Has that happens to me like 24 hours a day. <laughs> that's, that's, yes. No, seriously. That's an instance of shadow people for a lot of people. Damn it. So, um... Cursed. Mm-hmm. And people that have sleep paralysis claim that they will sometimes jump on their face and choke them. Um, most of the, uh, experiences are negative. Um... There's also a bunch of online discussion that happens around creepypastas and stuff like that, where, you know, people talk about specific people. One of the most common ones is the Top Hat Man. And so, the Top Hat Man is supposed to be the most evil. A lot of people debate on whether or not shadow people are out to, like, hurt you, or if they're, you know, just kind of doing their thing, (laughs) and not even... Uh, noticing you because maybe they're part of an alternate dimension or something, but the sh- everyone that talks about the Top Hat Man is convinced that he's evil, like he is an actual evil presence. So, uh, before we get into the reasons why this happens, um, basically, so one of the things that I have fairly often is shadow people mm-hmm. in my sort of sleep paralysis, or if I'm having sleepwalking episodes, sometimes I'll have them in my sleepwalking episodes, and Morgan hates when I tell her about these, because essentially I have this 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 thing that comes. Um, I hate it because you have informed me that it knows my name. Okay, so we'll talk about the scientific thing in the back. <laughs> but like, um, so like, there's this shadow person that comes and will sometimes sit at the end of my bed, and it's not the same one that I always see, but this is the most common one. And this thing, it it kind of talks to me. It's not really like it doesn't vocalize. It's more of the, in my head. I hear it kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> which is, and it asks me about what's going on, you know, how I'm doing, how I'm handling stress. It's like an otherworldly therapist, really. And it asks about people that come over to the house and stuff like that. Not or, okay. Yeah. And so, see, they don't think it's okay. I don't think it's bad. And every so often, you know, what will happen is I will feel like a little pressure on my chest when someone, like, presses down on it and I can't breathe. And usually that brings me out of whatever sleep paralysis stuff is going on. Um, so I find it completely normal. And <laughs> it's part of a... Pro- like, you kind of panic when you're in it, but as soon as you're out of it, you're like, oh, it was one of those things again. Um, mm-hmm. And I've also... Ooh, okay, so one that I've also had, that I've heard of other people having the same thing, which brings me hope, is that I had this one where I was having sleep paralysis or a nightmare or something, and um, there was something that wasn't this normal dude came in and put its hands through the bed sheets and nope. turned me sideways in my bed, nope, 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 nope. and I woke up sideways in my bed. Nope. And, um, and I could feel myself moving. And the thing is, I fairly often will wake up in a different position than I fell asleep, or sometimes in different rooms, because I'm a sleepwalker. Um, we'll even, t- if we get to it, we'll talk to, like, stories about me sleepwalking that make people not want to come over to my house. But, um, but yeah, so... Scientifically, what happens? The reason I'm logically not afraid of this is that there's, it's one of those things that when you're in a heightened emotion, like you're stressed, um, you can perceive a patch of shadow as an attacker. And so what happens when you're sort of in this in-between sleep and awake state, you automatically kind of panic because you're already, you can't move, but you're somewhat conscious. And so you're already in sort of, oh no, what happens mode. You see something that looks like a shadow, and then your brain goes, it's a person! Ah! And panics. And I think that somewhere in between my sleep brain and my awake brain, it's like, okay, well, I mean, we're here. So let's sort out some stuff. And so, you know, uh, people usually see sleep, uh, shadow people after sleep deprivation, my life. Um, 
it's part of it's a very common uh, hallucination. Some people see birds, some people see cars, some people see dogs. I would love to see a shadow dog, <laughs> but no, I have this one dude. Um, so yeah, it's it's completely normal, and it's not a demon. <laughs> I imagine a I shadow dog would look like Alucard when he's in. You don't. Al, Al, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, it's an anime. Uh, yeah, 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 I, I assume. Uh, and yet, okay, so you say it doesn't bother you, and yet you want to go see that scary movie called Slumber, which is about the people who have sleep paralysis, and it's like, ooh, the original nightmare horror movie. But it's, it is, in the moment, it's very scary, because you can't move. You, you're having trouble breathing, and there's something in your room, and you don't know what it is. But you have conversations with him, yeah. and he knows about Morgan, and probably us, and that's not okay. We talk about guys I'm dating, like, we Okay, also, things. just for the record, he's on the same page as us. Yeah, as he doesn't like period. anyone that I go on dates with. No. That's the <laughs> only thing I kind of like I about mean, him. I mean, we said he's scary. We didn't say he was dumb. <laughs> but one of the theories uh, behind Shadow People is that they live under your bed. And nope. that I they hate that they, one. They won't kill the person that they live under the bed of, which is like real chill. So you know, like he's so, like, like I could come over and say that he could kill me. Oh, he won't. He's but sure. like he won't kill you. Yeah, he, he's fine. Morgan slept at my house a couple times. I mean, I've slept there too and haven't died yet. I haven't spent the whole night. You did. Crap! I have. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! I, I, sure many many I was on the couch. Does it count? Yeah. I've yes, been there about many Nathan. Nathan I, didn't, my friend, huh? I didn't sleep that much. Does that count? <laughs> it's fine. He's fine. Everything's fine. I don't like that we're addressing him as an actual night. My power went out. <laughs> my god, it lured me to your house by taking out my power. Maybe he wants more than, you know, my mind wants relations. He is not an incubus. God. He's not okay regardless. He's intruding. He's a snazzy dresser. Intruder. Unwelcomed, uninvited. Okay, who wants to go next? Speaking of sleep paralysis, sorry, because you've also you kind of said it a little bit. I was going to talk about demons, but um, but specifically chest demons, um, chest demons, <laughs> chest demons, because they do occur during sleep paralysis, which we've kind of already gone over. Um, and some, but something just like uh, d- different cultures' way of explaining sleep paralysis is either a witch or a shaman cursed you, or um. They blame restless or evil spirits for tr- and, and like who are trying to kill the individual, and like the, the spirits make them have the sleep paralysis so that they can better kill them. Because sometimes the like you said, shadow people like are like on the chest trying to choke you. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically, the chest demon. The chest demon is a figure that literally sits on your chest, and it feels like you can't breathe, which is something we kind of talked about. Um, and they're really, really heavy, and in my mind, it's just, like, giant, scary, creepy paperweight, like, on your chest. Like, it's you, like and a you, monkey So man. it's your cat. It's my cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I mean, it's, it's terrifying, because you can't, you already can't move, and then this thing's on your chest, and you, you want to breathe, and you can't, like, you can't toss it off you, like, mm-hmm. you're stuck. So, like, it just uh, heightens um, the terribleness that's happening. There's different types of hallucinations that occur. Um, sometimes it's a person sitting on your chest. Um, some have seen su- supernatural beings such as a succubus or a literal straight from hell demon. Mm-hmm. And if you check out our Facebook page, our cover photo One is of my favorite paintings ever called the nightmare, <laughs> um, is of a chest demon on top of someone. <laughs> and he looks pretty like happy to be there. He's like, Hey dude, do yeah, I'm sure, How are you doing? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. He's, he's happy to make sure you're suffocating. He's um, asking you to go to Starbucks later. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I, I've never, I've never personally experienced this. My only sleep issue is usually, um, 
insomnia, I talk a lot in my sleep, um, and occasionally I will wake up, and I'm not actually scared of spiders, but I'll wake up, freak out, and I'll see, like, thousands of spiders coming down at me, because mm-hmm. I don't, I wear glasses normally, and I'm obviously not wearing when I sleep, and I'll, like, I'll do this in the air, like, uh, you can't you see can't it, and I'm, like, it. I'm <laughs> waving, I'm waving my hands, like, trying to see it, and then I'll, like, go back, go back to sleep, and then I'll, like, wake up like nothing's ever happened. I think I did this once with you. When we were at the trailer. Oh, yeah! No, I freaked out. I, I We were in a little uh, a horse trailer, and I apparently, like, saw it straight up. Now, um, the roof was really low, so I hit my head, like, right on it. <laughs> That's her head up. Okay, but I don't remember any of this. Like, I hit my head, and I was like, oh, she's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. And I go back to sleep, and she tells me about it the next right day. back down. Like, nothing's happened. So I don't, but I haven't had sleep paralysis. Hopefully I never do. That sounds awful. But a lot of my, baby girl, what are you doing? Let's go. <laughs> A lot of my friends have experienced it, and they've experienced specifically the chest demon. And some people have seen, like I said, the demons. Some people have seen a monkey. We kind yeah, of talked about that. Yeah, was a monkey man when I was younger. A monkey man. And that actually, that particular one describe, is described the exact same way in multiple cultures, which makes me think it actually might have some legitimacy to being a demon if, if the, different people from different cultures are having the same um, vision. Or it could be part of the human condition. Or there's like a universal pool everyone's tapping into, which is also... I, I'm gonna go with demon. Um, <laughs> the unity. <laughs> but, and so there's different examples here of uh, what the chest demon is or what, what's happening. Um, in certain parts of Brazil, there's a creature with long fingernails that lurks on people's rooftops during the night, and it's called a, I'm gonna mispronounce this, um, Pisa Dieta. Um, and it comes into a person's house, tramples on the chest of those who sleep. And then in Spain, um, I'm also gonna pr- mispronounce this one, Pisanta? Um, which is a black animal, often a dog or a cat, that invades a person's home and sits on their chest when they're asleep, trying purposely to, like, stop them from breathing. Them. Yeah. Which is actually normal for most pets, because um, they, don't, they don't understand where your lungs are. <laughs> I love you so much, I want to <laughs> squeeze you to death. Yes. Um, and then in Newfoundland, Canada, um, it's an old hag that sits on your chest. Um, and there's different... Uh, like it's, they're called a pressing spirit in different parts of Vietnam and um, Laos. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just trying to sit sit on your chest. And Morgan, do you want to do it? And choke. Uh, sorry, a Chinese or Japanese? Oh. I tell you, I Laotian. <laughs> sorry, a Chinese or Japanese? Side We're from Laos. Side note. Hey. I have never found a show more accurate to an experience in Texas what than is that? King of the Hill. Oh. Hey. He's uh, trying to be nice. He's trying to be real nice. Trying to make but conversation. <laughs> but it's yeah, just there's sideways. more than Chinese good. and Japanese. I promise yes, you. For sure. <laughs> but yeah, so this this is just kinda terrifying. And it just it, it's like a little it's I don't know, I see I guess giant paperweight or like of the pet of the shadow man or something like he's busy he's got nothing to do he's just gonna like put his pet on you until you until you can come back like yeah. it's really terrifying and i'm really glad that i haven't gone through it and i'm really sorry that if any of y'all go through it just in the moment and it only lasts for a couple minutes at a time but still just try and remember that you're gonna make it through out of there um, yeah you will feel breath soon enough yeah yeah it's it's I, apparently because we breathe less when we're asleep and since our body is still, like, in sleep mode, but our brain is in, like, awake mode, you know, we perceive you know it as, yeah. I can't breathe, yeah. because yeah. your body's like, yeah! And our brain's really good when we're in that weird state of awake but not awake, of, like, filling in blanks. So yeah. if you can't breathe, clearly there must be something sitting on you. Yeah. So. Mm-mm. But I, I do think chest demons. My brain just automatically tells me I'm drowning if I have trouble breathing <laughs> in my sleep. 
That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. I've literally woken up, uh, like, clawing the air, trying to swim to the surface, oh. because my uh, nose was so stopped up, I couldn't yeah. breathe right, and it, it got so bad that I was like, I didn't actually stop breathing. That's dramatic. But, like, it was <laughs> like super hard to breath. breathe. Yeah. To breathe, so yeah. And I woke up like, what am I doing? <laughs> and probably Bentley going, no, you can't die. Where's the food? <laughs> Where's the food? <laughs> Did you want to go next? Yes. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, me and Heather started to go at the same time because we had, like, weird ideas. Yeah. Um, what I made me... I for you. Yeah, I thought of one uh, for... Anyways. Mm. Sorry. Um, <laughs> she's looking at my notes. Um, <laughs> don't read my I'm nosy. <laughs> so what I was going to say um, after talking about cats was, um, so mine is astral projection, and I'm wondering if, like, through that, like, we could talk to your guy... Oh no. no! Anyways, let me spl- I'm huh. into it. So okay, that is like the, the spiritual version of a Ouija board. Okay, so like Carson, no, I'm, I'm into out. it. So I'm like, out. Okay, yeah. you and me, Carson, we're gonna learn some astral projection. I mean, I'll walk you through it because <laughs> I read up on it. But and I'll be there with like my dream whip, and my back evil spirit. I'll have the sage and the salt. Ooh, yeah. I mean, I won't try it. Salt. But basically, yeah, it sound like the beginning of a really, really horrible. I'm the only this not is white the person. Start of a room. horror movie. I'm going to die first. All y'all. Well, it's your fault for wanting to talk to the shadow man. We're <laughs> over here being like, no, don't be the dumb yeah, white people going into the haunted the house. The podcasters are listening, and yeah, they're they're saying what we said. People in scary movies. No, don't do it, cat. Why are you doing that? <laughs> but basically, astral projection is called OBE as an out of body experience. Oh. Um, and so. Um, it's a lot of times related to an NDE for near-death experience, Ooh. but the difference between the two is um, astral projection is intentional. Um, okay. So, like, um, it's basically when you, like, go to sleep and the person who's sleeping is able to intentionally leave their body, so it's like your, or whatever you want to call it, your soul, or we'll just stick to the word soul. Life um, force. Yeah, if your life force, your energy can, like, step out of your body, so your physical body is still there, like, laying down and sleeping, and you can basically, um, like, travel wherever. Um, some people say that, you know, they just, like, can stay within proximity of their, their body, um, through, like, they call, what do they call, like, a weird, like, birth cord, like a a cord, umbilical umbilical cord, um, and don't get too far, because if you mess it up, you can, like, go into a coma and not be able to get back into your body. Interesting. But if you can practice and get really good at it, you're supposed to be able to, like, um, travel the globe and through different, um, like, time (laughs) spans. practice and get really good at it, and my brain went, you can be, like, jumping rope with your spiritual umbilical cord. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um... How many boys have a crush on me? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's all I think of. Uh, the pop culture reference I was going to think of is the... And I... Oh, I've had it until you said I'm something. so sorry. Uh, it's a scary movie where the little boy Astro projects. Uh, Insidious? Oh. Yeah, yes. Insidious, that's actually all about astral projection, is he doesn't realize that's what he's doing. Oh. And that's why he slips into, like, the... Was it going to the further? Is that what they used for that one? I'm not sure. I think that's what they call it. I don't really know what they call it, but that's the whole idea behind it, is, mm-hmm. like, um, if you can get lost, if you, you know... Um, if you don't know what you're if doing. If you don't know what you're doing, mm-hmm. you get too far away from your body. And I don't know, I didn't find any actual research about it, but the idea behind the movie was that, like, someone else can tether to your body if you get too far from it, like, a bad spirits. 
Um, like the Shadow Man. Like the Shadow... Okay, so actually, you can't ask for Jack <laughs> because that Shadow Man's waiting oh, to God. take your body. Oh, my God. Especially gosh. if he wants Morgan. So if there's ever a Shadow Man that's like, <laughs> I love Christmas. Every day should be Christmas. Y'all run. We know. That's not Cat. <laughs> We'd be like, oh, here, do you want this milkshake? And if she doesn't ask if it's vegan, then it's not Cat. <laughs> You know, you'd think he'd figure out how much that would destroy my body, though. <laughs> That's how we're going to incapacitate him. Gotcha. Well, if it's Dare. not in your kitchen, he might not know it, it's a thing. True. You know I mean? True. A lot of people um, are very skeptical about whether it's, like, real or not. And so, like, in my research, I was reading people who were, like, dead set, like, no, you can really do this. And a lot of people are like, no, it's just really lucid dreams, uh, you know, that you're having. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I have a friend whose name I, he has asked me to not say, mm-hmm. but said since he's a child, he's been able to do this. And when he was younger, he didn't realize what he was doing. Um, but that is, like, um... His family warned him, like when he was kind of telling them about it, his family warned him against doing it because they were like, no, this is meddling in things you shouldn't be doing. Um, but he said as he got older, like he didn't tell them, but he would like practice doing this when he got a teenager. But he said he started getting really scared because like he would, like when he'd try to return to his body, there would just be like a really cold presence and he'd have a hard time tethering back when he'd wake up. So he said he, like, quit and was like, nope, no more. Mm-hmm. But he said he started getting really good at it because he was doing it from, like, the time he was six. He'd always remembered being able to. And he, like, swears that's what it is. And it freaks me out. Is your friend, like, the inspiration for the Insidious movies? <laughs> I know, because I was telling him, because I asked him, because we watched Insidious together, and I was like, how much of this is, like... Like the real deal. And he said, like, the whole idea behind Insidious, like, is pretty, like, it's pretty legit, you know? He's like, besides the fact that, like, in Insidious, it looks like kind of the upside down, like, you know, it gets yeah. all dark. And stuff. He's like, no, you're walking around and it looks like how it looks. He was like, it's just, he's like, there's just, like, it feels different. Right. He was like, and that's how you know, like, you're not. He was like, but I would totally just, like, stand there and be, like, looking at my sleeping body and, like, yeah. walk around <laughs> into the kitchen, like, check on my family. And I was like, no, no. Go back to your body. Stop doing that. That's scary. <laughs> that, that's you talking to your future child. No, 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 honey. Back into your body. You know, I've heard someone talk about, it's like, you know those overhead projectors that they had the clear sheets of paper? And so they, someone once told me it was like, you know, there's the right side and the other side. And the other side looks just the same, but there's just something a little bit off. Mm-hmm. And so that's how they described it. Like, it's more of a feeling of knowing that this isn't where you're supposed to be. And that's kind of what he was saying. He was like, you know, in the whole, like, tethering to your body, he said that's totally true. He was like, he was like, it's not like there's, like, an actual line that you can see. He was like, but there's just, like, this energy that, like, he's like, but if you get too far, he's like, you can feel weakened. And he was like, and so that's where the practice would come in. He would, like, work on getting a little bit farther from your body each night until you get far enough away. And I was like, no, don't do that. And yet you want to try and do that with cats so we can talk to the shadow man. No. <laughs> but me and Carson, the Gryffindor's over here going, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the Slytherin's over here like, wait, no, let's think this through. Plan. Plan of action. Because we're willing to kill for you, but if you're mm-hmm. putting yourself in danger, I mean, what, what are we supposed to do here? High five. Yeah. You gave a nice little segue because yeah. my topic was lucid dreaming. Ooh. Which um, I've managed to do before, not on purpose, but uh, so if anyone doesn't know... That uh, lucid dreaming is basically when you're asleep, 
but you suddenly become aware that you are asleep and that you're dreaming. And so the idea behind it is that now you can control your dream and do whatever you want and make it do whatever you want. Into it. And um, there's a lot of scientists who are like, lucid dreaming is not a thing. You're just in a different state of wakefulness. Mm-hmm. I can, if I'm sure, whatever, except I've been in a lucid dream and then sort of fallen back asleep in my lucid dream in, like, hours... Okay, I guess I wouldn't know if it was hours later. But it feels like hours later I wake up normally and I... I, Like, it's like I wake up from being actually asleep, not waking up from a lucid dream, you know? Mm -hmm. I I don't know if that's a bad way to explain it. Mm -hmm. But, um, it's sort of neat. Uh, I've read a couple accounts of, like... How, like, the lucid dreaming affects, like, your actual person. And it's, sorry, Scout's licking my shoe for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Scout's in a licky mood. We um, have our, our mascot Scout here with this recording. So there was a really cool, this little blurb that I read that this person was dreaming that they got shot in the heart. And when they woke up, they were having a heart attack. Yeah. Yes, it's <sighs> freaky. Uh, what did you say? Oh, your friend said when he astral projects that he can see his sleeping body. Mm -hmm. And you said some people think the astral is just lucid dreaming. But what I have found when people talk about their lucid dreams, they don't see themselves sleeping. Mm -hmm. Because you're inside your own dream. You can have a third person perspective and see yourself, but you're not sleeping. You see yourself doing things in your dream. So, like, I think that that's obviously different. But what I didn't know... Was that lucid nightmares are actually like a big thing. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize this because I've had a lucid nightmare before. And I mean, I guess you could call it a nightmare. I wasn't scared. I liked it, but. <laughs> I, I love my nightmares. I wake up like, oh. that is so cool. I could write a book. I think about that all the time. Right? So you're just like the next generation Steam King. Yeah. I my wish. motivation to actually write the book. That's why you, you, you did not. You did write down. Like, wake up, write on the note, and go back to sleep. But, I mean, I have one from my childhood that I still remember. But, uh, apparently, a lot of people who have lucid nightmares can't, can't, they, they lose control of the dream. When, once it becomes a mi- nightmare, they have no control of it anymore. Which begs the question, like, is that still just your brain doing things? Or is there an outside entity making you have the nightmare, which is why you can't control it? Or, you know, people are like, lucid dreaming is really good for introspection and thinking about philosophical, blah, 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 blah. And so, like, that's why you can't control your lucid nightmares, because it's, like, your subconscious and whatever. Science. Philosophy. Like, when you were a kid, weren't you able to, as soon as, like, the dream went sideways, you would, like, curl up into a ball in your dream and, like, close your eyes and you'd wake up? Wake yourself up? Yeah. I read someone who did this. She had trouble lucid dreaming as a child. She really wanted to do it, was into it a lot. And then when she fell asleep... She would, like, you know, imagine... She imagined, like, for some reason, like, a red demon before she fell asleep. And so her lucid dream turned into a lucid nightmare about demons and dark skies and all that stuff. And so she, like, closed her eyes and was like, I'm just dreaming. I know this is a dream. And she says that she woke up and was like, oh, okay, I knew it was just a dream. And then her bedroom windows exploded and, like, demons flew in. And so, like, her lucid nightmare... Made her think that she woke up, but yeah. she was really still just in her nightmare. See, that's hard. Have you ever done yeah. that? Like, woke up, but <clears throat> you're still dreaming. Like in your dream, you woke up. And see, for well, me, see, I wake up to sleep paralysis. That's how I know I'm having a lucid dream. It's like I wake up inside my dream, yeah. and I re- and I realize, like, oh, 
And it's normally, I find, right before my alarm clock. So, state of wakefulness, I get it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's happened before, and um, my lucid nightmares are definitely the ones that always stick with me. The one I remember the most is, like, this is why I'm not afraid of it, because, like, as you'll know, the content is my favorite thing ever. So, I'm, like, running across... And this is where I wake up in my lucid dream. Because um, I was dreaming about a different person in, like, an old-timey village. And then I wake up inside the person's body. And I'm running across cobblestones. And... <laughs> God. <laughs> so, it's, but it's basically like a movie scene. And it's like a shadow comes over me. And, yeah. It's a vampire dream. It's a, a vampire pops up in front of me. And Morgan is into so, vampires. But which is why I wasn't scared because, like, I'm <laughs> like, oh, cool, it's a vampire dude. And so I guess my subconscious was trying to make it into, like, a lucid nightmare, but it doesn't bother me. <laughs> I don't. So you were like, gotcha. And when I was younger, I didn't go into the vampires or scary genre. I do now. But, uh, so this was like, ooh. Hey, Mr. Vampire. <laughs> but then, like, other villagers was like, quick, quick, get inside! And had, like, garlic and shit. So, yeah, but... So, I didn't really know what lucid dreaming was, and I I think I've experienced a minimal version. Like, I don't remember, like, any of my dreams unless... I've always said they're just really vivid. So, one of them... I think they're actually more... They're always... Well, okay. 90, 90% nightmares, 10% good stuff. Um, but whatever happens to me in the dream when I wake up, like, all that next day, like, I feel the uh, effects of it. So in a lot of the dreams, I get stabbed, mm-hmm. like, in a lot of places. And I'll literally wake up, and every single spot I got stabbed is physically sore, as if, like, I actually got stabbed, or as if I've been working out. Oh, but only those mm-hmm. specific spots, like, in my leg. Only my mid-calf. <laughs> yeah, no, like, and, and so... On and, my only right side. Yeah. And, like, I've been, like, suffocated, and I'll wake up, like, ha- feeling like I'm having an asthma attack. Or the ones that I hate are what I call chase dreams, and I'm, I'm literally, like, being chased, and I'm running, and I can, like, my heart is, you know, racing, and I'm sweating, and I'll wake up, and I, like, if you put, you know, you... Whatever, check, pulse. check my pulse. Like I'm, it's as if I had just been running, which I'm already out of shape, so that doesn't help. And like I'm, I'm actually sweating, and I feel sore. Like I've just done a 5K. Like I, I hate it. That's why I prefer just like not to dream because mm-hmm. I most of the, like I said, 90 percent, 10 percent of being able to feel what's happening and experience it as if I'm actually experiencing it. That's cool, <laughs> but I don't get to control that those particular dreams. But I, I don't, I don't know. If it's a similar thing, but it's always been one of those things where I'm just like, I, I just call them vivid dreams because I could feel them the next day. Yeah. And I just I hate that. Yeah. So there are ways that you can make yourself lucid dream. Mm-hmm. And I don't um, want to. <laughs> I, one of the easiest ones I, I, I read about, I had to go look it up, is uh, that you basically, before you go to bed, you just tell yourself, I will be aware that I'm dreaming. And you just you repeat it every night. And this technique is called mnemonic induction to lucid dreaming. Huh. There's also, like, if you go and read something in your dream, it won't be real words. Um, oh, interesting. Because I can't the, just, like, okay, you're dreaming, wake up, like, I have to die. Or, there's also like, a about theory that, like, if you see people in your dreams, your mind doesn't, like, your mind just doesn't make, like, if you're walking down a crowded street and you see, like, a bunch of people that you don't know, like, necessarily... Um, they're not people that your mind have made up. They're people that you've actually seen in your real life because your mind 
won't actually just create people. Yeah. So, like, if I'm walking down the street and I see a woman in red, although I don't know her subconsciously, I've seen this woman somewhere. It's yeah. probably in a coffee shop. So, yeah. where's that hot vampire? Others. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was okay. tall, honey. So say, side. vampire in the room is either more True. Than <laughs> I was going to say, all your mermaid dreams. <laughs> Other fun side note, y'all know those um, times when you wake up um, and you, like, jerk and, like, you've, like, Yes, well, you feel like you're stepped falling. off. You yes. like stepped off a curb or something. Yeah, um, that's actually I read um, unknowingly, like you're astral projecting, but you were unaware of it. So that's where like, the intentional part comes in. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes people may be doing this, like not knowingly, and your body will just leave, like just a little bit, and then you come back, and then you're jerking away because oh, that's, that's your so soul scary. coming back. That actually your body. happens to me a lot, and for the most part, it's normally like I I'm. Dreaming, I'm walking down a set of stairs. Yeah, and that's mine. Or, or up, and I think there's an extra step, and, and so I miss it's step. A moment of blackness where you're like, ah! I'm like my yeah. whole body jerks, and and Bentley's normally like, "Bish, what are you doing?" <laughs> I thought that was really cool because I've never thought about it like that. You're unknowingly like jumping yeah. back into your body. Also, if you just want to go on the like woo aspect of like um, your brain filling in the spot, like you've actually seen these people even if you mm-hmm. don't know them, there is an idea that when you're dreaming, you're dipping into the universal pool where like time, like linear time doesn't exist, so you might be seeing people you're going to meet, or people Ooh. you've met in a past life, like past life regression. Yeah, like there's... One day we're gonna do a bonus episode, and it's just going to be me leading everyone through a past life regression. Yeah, but like it's just one of those things, like, it's just your brain is filling in something but you don't necessarily exactly know where. Yeah. Which... When I have really bad dreams, I'm like, please be a past life so that I don't have to this to look forward to. Yeah. You know, bonus, uh, one of my favorite sleepwalking stories to tell people, because a lot of people are like, what is it like when you sleepwalk? Yeah. I'm like, well, okay, here's the story. So, in my <laughs> oh, apartment, oh, no. I have had multiple sleepwalking incidences. It only happens when I'm, like, really, really stressed, and, like, it's a problem, and my body's like, gotta keep doing stuff, even if you're asleep. Um, so, <laughs> one of the things that has happened was I think I had a dream that my smoke alarm was going off because I have a really sensitive smoke alarm. And apparently, I woke up and I saw that uh, one of my kitchen chairs has been drugged out to the center of, like, the door, and the the flap for the battery on the smoke alarm was open and the battery was missing. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> and so I'm running around my house trying to figure out where I have put this mysterious battery. And I'm like... It's the middle of the night, so finally I'm like, God, okay, fine, I'm just, I'm gonna go back to sleep, I don't care anymore, I'll fix it in the morning, I'll go to Target. And I get back into um, my bed, and I put my head on my pillow, and I feel something go thunk right next to my head. (laughs) I had taken the battery and slipped it inside of my pillow. (laughs) I have also walked down my death stairs to go to my car. Oh my god. I have woken up because I've run into a wall, like, almost, like, full walking speed, you know? <laughs> Mine, I can't believe you did, is the vegetables. Oh, yeah, I had a dream that I was cutting up vegetables, and I woke up because I nicked one of my fingers, because it was like a carrot. Because she was literally sleepwalking, chopping vegetables. Yeah, because I gotta, I gotta make soup, guys. <laughs> Some medicines will make you sleepwalk really bad. Um, mm-hmm. And my mom, Ambien. yeah, that was about to say, my mom <laughs> was on Ambien once, and we woke up and she had cooked um, all the frozen pizzas, and literally, <laughs> like, had one by one. Pulled them out, and we had a lot of, fr- we like frozen pizza in my house, what can I say? A house full of boys. And she'd gotten up and cooked everything frozen. 
in our freezer and woke up the next morning and didn't remember any of it. And she just had lines of frozen food all cooked Scouts across the you like, that sounds like a great time. <laughs> Let's give your mom ambience. <laughs> See, like, your sleepwalking stories always involves a knife. Or most of them. Yeah, or like standing on something or walking through something that's definitely not safe even when you're awake. You know? Yeah, you're real lucky. So the story of how I found out Kat was, first of all, a very violent sleeper. So, like, you better be glad that that night you did not sleepwalk out the tent. We were camping, and it was <laughs> hot, so hot when we went to bed. So we were like, finally, we were just like, screw it, I've got some Advil PM. Yeah, we've also but dumped multiple water bottles on us, like, we're both kind of gross. So hot. <laughs> it's gross. And so we take some Advil PM to try and get some sleep. And, like, th- this is how I figured out that Kat, I can't share a bed with Kat, she just, like rolls across the tent <laughs> onto me and I'm like Kat she's oh Zava and rolls back over and I'm like oh god okay this happens the entire night just like maybe like 10-30 minute intervals she'd roll back over and I'd like elbow her or something and she would mumble something in her sleep and roll back over and the next morning I was just like did you sleep at all and you're like no not really I'm like you seem pretty asleep when you rolled on top of me <laughs> but like I'm half conscious during half of those times. I don't know what, but I don't recognize other people are there <laughs> when I'm in my half awake states. And so, like, I've had someone in my house, like a guest, came to sleep in my front room, and they woke up, and I was standing in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And that's where I don't like your shadow man. I feel like he's making me do all this. I'm standing in a corner, and they said, "Cat," and I kind of went, "Do you sleep oh, up when Suki sleeps with you?" Very rarely. I was going to say, because you never got up when I was sleeping in the room with you guys. Except for when you, you moved. Well, you woke up, <laughs> yeah. but you didn't, you didn't get up out of bed. Yeah, I, I do it less in my parents' house. I think it's just because when I'm at, I know when I'm at my parents' house, it's less schoolwork to be done, and I'm not working, and I'm not, you Did know, you so. sleepwalk when you were at my house? think so? God, you're lucky to get out alive. My room was messy. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the thing is, I don't always know when I've sleptwalked until I see things have moved. And so I definitely noticed that things were moved or, like, doors were open uh, that weren't originally open. That's but in unsettling. my head, I was like... It is. Well, this it's is why unsettling. I check my house for people hiding, just to make sure that it's my sleepwalking and not someone living in my house. I feel like you need a smart lock on your door that won't unlock unless you put a pin in it. You know I'd probably do it. I was able to drag a chair and take out my little thing. <laughs> That's true, And then too. get back into bed. So it needs to be your fingerprint. <laughs> Come let you out of your house in the morning. <laughs> okay, lady, you're free to go. Okay. Anyway, we're glad that you listened to this episode of just really dumb stories and creepy stuff. Um, if you would like to get in contact with us, we have so many ways that you can come and find us. If you want okay. to visit from your own shadow man, Kat will send him to you. Yeah, please. Do you want one? No, uh, don't. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, the email, if you want us to email, or if you want to email us at ideas, is possiblyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. The Instagram and the Facebook is the Possibly Haunted Podcast. The, and the Twitter is Possibly Haunted Pod. Talk to us. We like you. <laughs> We'd love to get some more comments. Let us know how we're doing. Suggestions for future podcast ideas. Definitely. We've gotten a couple so far, and I'm pretty excited about some of them. And if you just want to see like visual representation of the Shadow Man, then hit up our Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just remember that the new year is a great time to be possibly haunted. I'm sending my Shadow Man to visit all of you. He's going to be like, think about your resolutions. (laughs) 
staging him away. <laughs> Everyone's looking at me like, don't uh, Next dare. episode, we're going to teach you all how to do an exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see you later.